0: Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25, which says, A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Uh, So if you'd uh, like to uh, try to say that with us, I'm going to invite you folks, if you would stand and and say that with us. Uh, It's printed in the front of your bulletin. uh, And then we're going to pray our church prayer uh, that is also uh, in your bulletin. But let's say this verse together. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25. And let's pray our church prayer. Father, unleash the power of the Holy Spirit to bring spiritual breakthrough in our lives, in our community. I'm sorry, in our community. Fill us with humility, unity, and passion. Let your kingdom come and your will be done. And may the name of Jesus be held in high honor in all that we say and do. Amen. And now, Father, we would just ask that the Holy Spirit would speak to our hearts, both in this room and in Marion, that your word would come alive to us. And so speak to us uh, through the word, through the testimonies that will come. And we just ask for you to touch us in a powerful way. And we just ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you may be seated. Friends, in your bulletin, there is an insert uh, that says Commitment Sunday. And again, most of you know that this, we do this every fall, uh, where we invite you on Commitment Sunday to make a financial pledge uh, to support the church in 2019. Uh, and so you can read all about that, it has all the information on it. Uh, but this morning, uh, we have Greg and Karen Hansen who are going to come and, and share a testimony with us and, and remind us that we can't give generously unless we're wise. Uh, in in our in the way that we use our money so friends will you come in, and share with us
1: Good morning My name is Greg Hansen, and this is my wife Karen We had always contributed to the churches that we have attended giving whatever we thought we could afford. But we never really started tithing until we got involved in Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University classes. Dave stresses managing money God's way and being generous with your gifts. After listening to what Dave Ramsey had to say about money matters, it made a lot of sense to us. We decided that a few things had to change. First, we needed to get a budget going. We needed to make our money behave and go where we wanted it to go and not just fritter it away. In Proverbs 3, 9, and 10, it states that you should honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. So we started out by placing God first on our budget and paying him first. We hoped that he would help us get to the end of the month without getting into the red. We started to tithe.
2: What have we learned from this? We learned that God keeps his word. A funny thing happened after we began tithing. I don't know why I'm getting emotional. We started to have extra money left at the end of the month. Here we were, giving more to the church, and yet our needs were being met and we even had some extra money left over. (laughs) Part of us that we were using our brains that are God-given to be more intentional with our money, but I do believe the bigger part was God's grace being poured out on us. After this turn of events, we were able to relax and not worry so much about ourselves and our financial situation. When you take your eyes off of yourself, you can see others who are in need we were so happy with the financial peace that we were experiencing that we wanted to help others so for about the past 10 years we have been offering the Dave Ramsey financial peace class in this church in doing so we have been able to meet many members of the church I don't think we would know as many people at this church if we didn't provide this class it has been a blessing for us The stories of success and financial peace that former students have shared with us have been very rewarding. God has indeed blessed us, and we have been fortunate in being able to bless others with our time and money. Our challenge to you is to put your faith in God. He will take care of you. I would also challenge you to take the Dave Ramsey FPU class and set your financial priorities. We will be hosting another class starting in January. Thank you. Boy, thank you. We
0: sure appreciate that. You may want to take your pew Bible this morning and uh, turn to page 820. Uh, The scripture lesson is from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and since we don't have a PowerPoint to display the verses, uh, you may want to uh, glance down occasionally when I refer to one of them uh, and see what the, that verse is. You now, Our memory verse this month says that a generous person will prosper and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Well, Linda and I have often been refreshed by the generosity of others. Uh, just recently, uh, one of you sent Linda and I a, a little note of encouragement and included in it a Starbucks gift card. Now, that may not seem like a big thing, but it refreshed our spirits. In like, fact, let me tell you a story uh, about a time when uh, a generosity benefited and refreshed others. When I graduated from college, from Taylor University in 1982, uh, I was Uh, working at a United Methodist Church in the inner city of Muncie, Indiana. And I was living in the basement of the church uh, and working with the neighborhood kids. And I was making hardly any money, but it didn't matter because I was doing what God wanted me to do. And God was moving in great ways uh, there in that neighborhood, and and kids were coming to Christ. and, and, And because I was having such a great time... And because I came from a poor family, and because I now had college loans I had to pay off, I wasn't even thinking about continuing my education. And that's when two men came to me, and they said, Aaron, we believe that God has called you to ministry. And if you'll go to Asbury Seminary, we'll pay all of your tuition. And then they said, and we'll pay all of your room and board. And we'll buy all of your books. And we'll even send you pizza money every month if you go to Asbury. Oh, well, I thought God was calling me to Asbury Seminary. And I went to Asbury, and they did. these men paid my entire seminary education. An act of generosity that I still have a hard time grasping. But someday, those two men will stand before God. And they will see the fruit that has come out of over 30 years of ministry. And they will see clearly the wisdom of generosity as they share in all of the rewards of anything that my ministry may have accomplished, they will know the wisdom of generosity. Friends, I hope that you understand that these sermons that I preach this month, it really isn't just an effort to try to uh, make you give to the church. I want you to see an invitation uh, to live generously in every area of your life because, in the end, it blesses those around you as well as blessing yourself. You know, last week we discovered that generosity honors God, and that when we are generous, we are imitating the very nature of God himself. And when we are generous, uh, we are acknowledging that everything we have comes from him anyway. This, this morning, I want us to focus for a few moments on the fact that our generosity blesses and refreshes others. And that's what Paul shared in the text that these brothers read. Uh, from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, Paul made it clear that to the church in Corinth that if you are generous, then you will supply the needs of other churches. They will be blessed because of your generosity. And friends, if Paul stood here in front of our church... I think he would say the same thing. I think Paul would look at all of these quilts that are here and some downstairs, and they would say, your generosity is going to bless many people. In fact, do you know that this morning, uh, there's a church in Cuba that is going to worship in a new building that you provided with your Generosity. You're blessing others. Do you know that this last week, uh, there were school children in Ethiopia that were learning because you and your generosity have provided two school buildings for them to grow in. Friends, your generosity is reaching far beyond uh, these walls. In fact, this week, uh, Tony Given uh, has been around the world supplying the needs of God's people in teaching because of your generosity. In fact, I would venture to say that that these men that are here with us today, that you've benefited by the generosity of this church. I mean, would you say that's true? In fact, I believe uh, Kent, you told me a couple of these guys uh, had a, a short testimony they wanted to give about how this church has uh, uh, they've been touched by this church's generosity. Is that true? A couple of you guys want to share? Yeah, yeah I would like to uh, say thank you and for um, the opportunity for
3: and Gail, Mandarin, Jeremy, church. Impact my life just feel like there's nobody really care trying to show actually the best way the choices that I'm at right now. I would like to just say a thank you and, uh, i keep keep uh, this K and I hope he gets better. Thank
0: you. Well, thank you. Is there another one?
3: I was just thinking about the Christmas cards I sent on oh, family and send sent me no Christmas cards. I was just Pastor, like some people that don't even know us, i all just reach out and just break bread. We're very thankful and appreciate that. God bless y'all. Thank you.
0: Anyone else?
3: I just wanna I just wanna thank the church and the congregation, and and Gil, just everybody that been here for us it was a tough time of struggle. Uh, you guys are here more than our own families are. We appreciate that, and we are, we are thankful. And blessed to be just part of a positive family.
0: Hey, Kent, how long have you been going in for this class? Is this two years old now, or three years? Or <laughs> uh,
3: God bless you. The church that's had on old Christian Rap Brothers has been enormous since then. A lot of us have to come from broken homes or broken backgrounds because it's a community outside the scope of the rest. I mean, ethnic, ethnic, sexuality, uh, religious background, everything. It's like we we got an environment that's positive, that we can forward to, that helps us further our positive direction. But I want to thank the church because the church is like that backbone to the positive environment. So as long as we breathe, Hope that y'all keep us in your prayer. <laughs> i just like to uh, thank God for y'all and this opportunity. Um, many times that in prison, there's been many, many ministries, many uh, fellowships that come in and give us a word. But this was greater you know, than a word, this was an action indeed. We have seen just manifest everything that we have done that became uh, life it became reality reality to us, and it, it, it just encourages us that we can be men of God and women of God, and we can begin to just pay this for in uh times that and we just thank you, you, want, you some more <laughs> oh God, he's
0: standing up we can't we can't make him sit down <laughs>
3: you hey, speak up I just want to say. Thank y'all for the food. I don't even know what to say. I ain't even got no words. I feel like I just touch this because I'm taking y'all actual time to cook. Y'all want money. Y'all just giving it. Y'all don't even know. Like, I mean, a lot of this stuff. Man, we ain't having a home-cooked meal for so long. Like, it just means everything to touch. Thank y'all, that.
0: So, some, of you may not, some of you may not be aware, but our church is in this class every single week. And some of you uh, have prayed. Some of you have made food for them. Uh, we count them as part of our, our church. And what a blessing that is. We got one more that wants to say something.
3: Yeah, I wanted to say thank you for giving to this worthwhile cause, but I, I thought that, that don't even do it justice. This is an amazing blessing that you folks are bestowing upon us, that you're sharing with us. Uh, I'm in the middle of a, nice of, like Spack Dabble, in the middle of a 24-year sentence, and those are out there to say two you to give to something that, hey, these guys are living in a country club, this that, and the other thing. Well, being like a 24-hour and monkey bars, and bars. That's a best, that we have. And I also would say, the kitchen thing that's all fine. apply. The thing is this: that whole equation is family. That person sitting in front television, they would exclude their families from it. They would get a little bit of understanding. They can sit and dine three times a day and see what we eat in here. They would look at things from a bit different. I say to you, thank you very much for allowing us to have that one field. I've been able to get involved with the program over a year ago, and i am seeing the ripple effect of what you put in generosity when I'm so grateful for it. And then it's going to be easy to feel soon. Get on the phone and talk to the children, talk to the president, and take away a whole different thing because of your generosity.
0: friends you know that it is your generosity that reaches out not just here in prison but in other prisons as well it's your generosity that allows kairos to go on that allows other uh, prison ministry to go on You know, it's your generosity that just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had a whole team of Kairos people living in this building uh, in the evening and then went to the women's prison during the day. We could do that only because you are a generous people. You know, it's your generosity that allows us to keep this building up that that allowed a a couple of weeks ago the Pregnancy Care Center to have a couple of... uh, uh, dinners here that allows them to operate here and in a couple other communities. That's your generosity that is benefiting others. You know, we have Alcoholics Anonymous. We have uh, uh, several other groups that meet in this building because of your generosity. Now, when you look at the text, uh, Paul says there are three things uh, that benefit God when we are generous. In fact, you can read them. uh, Verse 11, it says, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. In fact, in the next verse, he says, your generosity uh, leads to many expressions of thanks to God. So guys, let me ask you, how many of you have thanked God for the generosity of the church. All right, so we passed that one. You know, the Bible says that as, that God is pleased when people give thanks. And so every time that they give thanks, God is pleased with your generosity. And then the, 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 verse says, verse 13 says, because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, men will praise God. People praise God because of your generosity. Men, how many of you have praised God because of generosity? You know, the Bible tells us about 250 times to praise God. So anything that we can do that leads to people giving thanks and praising God pleases Him. Friends, do you think when someone gets one of these quilts that they won't give thanks to God for it? Do you think there won't be a a heart within them that wants to praise God? Because your generosity leads to thanks and praise to God and prayers to God. It says in verse 14, in their prayers for you, their hearts will go out to you. And Paul was telling the church in Corinth, when you are generous, those that receive your generosity pray for you. Now, again, guys, how many of you have prayed for this church? Now, come on. Now, be, be, be real. You, how many of you have really prayed for this church? And, and guys, here what I want, here's what I want you to hear. This is a two-way street, and your prayers is your gift of generosity to us. And we can't even imagine all that God has done here through your prayers. And I want you guys to know that there is no amount of cheesy potatoes that can ever match the value of prayers that are sincerely offered up to Almighty God on behalf of another And I can't begin to tell you how grateful we are as a church to know that there are men that are praying for us that God would lay his hand of blessing on us. So thank you guys for joining with us in what God is doing here. Because when the time comes that we stand before God, I believe that you will share in the reward of everything that takes place in this church because of your prayers. And so don't give up. Keep on praying. Friends, we appreciate appreciate that. Now, If we were to go on in that text, uh, Paul calls the church to be generous, but he cautions them and says there are some things that might hinder your generosity. In fact, if you look in the text in verse 5, Paul says that instead of giving generously, some give grudgingly. And when you look that word grudgingly up in the Greek, uh, it's a word that, that means greed. Uh, and Paul is simply saying uh, far better to give generously rather than grudgingly, rather than, than, than thinking about the cost. You know, it's hard to be generous when you're close fisted That's what greed is, isn't it? That I want to hold everything for myself. But generosity by its very nature is open-handed. And that's what God has always called his people to. I hear this scripture from Deuteronomy uh, chapter 15. Here's what Moses told the people. If there is a poor man among you, In any of the towns the Lord your God is giving you, do not be hard-hearted or tight-fisted toward them. Rather, be open-handed and lend freely whatever he needs. Give generously to him without a grudging heart. Then, because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all of your work and in everything you put your hand to. He says, there will always be poor people in the land. Therefore, I command you to be open-handed toward your brothers and the poor and needy in your land. God asked the church, will you be open you know, when we look at the wisdom of generosity and we look at uh, Solomon's words in Proverbs, uh, Solomon one time said uh, in chapter 23, verse 6, he said, Do not eat the food of a stingy man. He says, Do not crave his delicacies, for he is the kind of man who is always thinking about the cost. Eat and drink, he says to you, but his heart is not with you. Have you ever gotten a gift from somebody whose heart is not with you? A, a gift that's given grudgingly? I mean, imagine, imagine it's Christmas morning and you're sitting there with your extended family and, and a family member comes up to you and he, he hands you a gift and he says, I didn't really want to get you this. There's a lot of other things I'd rather spend my money on. But since you're family, I felt I had to get you something, so here. How eager would you be to open the gift? A gift that's giving grudgingly rather than generously really doesn't make much of a gift. And dare I ask, do we ever... Give our gifts grudgingly to God. And that's what Paul was cautioning the church there in in Corinth. Don't let your gift be given grudgingly. Give it generously. And in the next verse, uh, he goes on and he says, And also, don't give sparingly. He said, whoever sows sparingly reaps sparingly, but whoever sows generously reaps generously. And the focus of this person is, what is the least amount that I can give? You know, when I make my pledge, what is the very least that I can give? But the wisdom of generosity is that the person who wants to to keep it all often will lose it all. Again, hear, hear from Solomon in the book of Proverbs. He said, a stingy man is eager to get rich and is unaware that poverty awaits him. Proverbs 11 says, one gives freely that goes richer. Another withholds what he ought to give and only suffers want. Because generous giving blesses the giver. You know, the wisdom of generosity is realizing that even that which we give away comes from God. Again, if you look at the text there in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, in verse 10, it says, Now he who supplies seed for the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed. Now did you catch that? Seed for sowing. Seed for food, which is bread, and seed for storing. And he says, I'll supply it all. Not only will I supply it, but I will increase it. Because what we learned last week is that's just a law of the Scripture. That when we are generous, God responds in generosity. Generosity. Remember the text from last week, uh, Proverbs chapter 3? Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. And then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Friends... That's why I want to encourage you to be generous, not just in giving to the church, but in life. Be generous because generosity begets generosity. You know, if you go on in that text in 2 Corinthians, in verse 11, he says you will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. That's the upward spiral that God wants the church to be in. We give generously so he supplies and increases. Therefore, we give generously and he supplies and increases. And we give generously and he supplies and increases so that we have all that we need so that we can be generous on every occasion. That's what it means to to give generously rather than sparingly. And then if you go to the next verse, uh, or verse 7, he says, each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly. And so you have generously versus reluctantly. You know, that word reluctantly in Greek is two words that means from sorrow. Sorrow. And the picture is the person who really doesn't want to give, but doesn't, uh, their, their focus is on what they're giving up rather than what they're giving. And Paul says, how much better to just give generously? You know, when he says, each man should give what he has decided in his heart to give... When he says each man, that means every one of us has to decide for themselves. I can't tell you what you ought to give. I can't tell you how generous you ought to be. I can't tell you how much you ought to tip your waiter or waitress. I just encourage you to be generous because that pleases God. And incidentally, I want you to know that I don't know what people pledge next Sunday. And I never look at the financial records, so I never know uh, who's giving what in the church. Because that's simply between you and God. But notice in that text, it says each person should decide in his heart what he's to give. Not with the mind, but with the heart. And that's important because my mind will tell me that I can't afford to give. My mind will tell me that I can't give this much. But my heart tells me what to give. Now, the last thing I would share with you uh, is genera- generously versus compulsion. You know, because Paul goes on in that text and he says we should not give reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. And that word compulsion means necessity, necessity. Uh, And this is a person who who gives because he feels he has to give rather than because he wants to give. Now I want you to know that Linda and I tithe and then give offerings because we want to, not because we have to. Because we know uh, that it's part of that upward spiral and God just continues to bless and bless and bless. And so Again, I don't want anyone to make a pledge next week under compulsion. I don't want anybody to think that they're making a pledge because I've twisted their arm into giving to the church. Friends, I hope you give because you want to be generous and you want uh, to honor God and benefit others uh, and bring blessing upon yourself uh, through your giving you know it says that God loves a cheerful giver and that Greek word is hilaros I think it's where we get hilarity from and the root of that word means somebody who gives with great joy and let's be honest generous people are joyful people to be around aren't they I mean don't you like being with people who are generous it's no wonder God loves a cheerful giver. And so I just want to encourage you again that as we move forward uh, that we choose to live lives of generosity. Whether it's tipping our waiter or waitress, you know, whether it's making a pledge to the church, uh, whether it's making cheesy potatoes for, uh, for guys over here, whatever it is, let's choose to be generous people we will benefit in the end friends we're going to sing uh, uh, for the beauty of the earth as our closing song it's number 92 uh, in your hymnal and so let's uh let's stand and sing together